2: Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is an AFL podcast and now we're looking at the 2020 season primer for the Sydney Swans. So before we do that, we'll do a quick review of their 2019 season Um, and finishing 15th in the bottom four. So the first time out of finals for over a decade, I think. Um, A little bit disappointing, but when you look at it, uh, probably not that surprising.
3: Well, like so many teams that finished outside of the top eight, you could argue they had some fairly decent injuries to quality players. Injuries at in age, I think. Yeah. Um, well, how many years has Buddy Franklin do his contract now? <laughs>
2: I think he's got three left.
3: They've gotten value out of him. They have got a premiership. They've, They've got, got, got a pre- value.
2: That's it. You know, they keep saying that um, half the battle up in Sydney is trying to keep the public interested or you know, trying to get column inches in the papers. And he's done that without a doubt. You, know, mm. you walk down the street, there's probably somebody that casually... Knows about the AFL, knows the name, Buddy yeah, Frank. Yeah. Right? Like, hey
3: Israel. There you go, <laughs> mate. <laughs> the problem is, though, he gets less attention for kicking like 70 goals a season than he would if he decided to get on the coke and wrap his uh, beamer around a fucking tree or some shit. Uh, there's still time.
2: That's all I'm saying.
3: Yeah.
2: But um, what do you think? What were the highs um, for the Swans in a year where they uh, put eight wins on the board?
3: Nice. During the season regular, um, keeping most of their blokes in the red and white, I think. Did they re sign John Lombard? Yes. Yeah, I think that's a high for John Longmark. Yes,
4: they did. Yeah,
2: because Brad Scott got sacked.
3: That's right. That's it. They so, wanted to lock him in so North didn't uh, poach him. Yeah,
2: and uh, I think it was absolutely confirmed that North weren't poaching him, but certainly asked the question.
3: Yeah, oh, that was. So, right, where's well, well,
4: well, there's my low. I,
3: I
2: like that um, Sydney <laughs> have had their worst year in fifteen years. Yeah.
4: And he got a contract extension yeah. well, uh, like, I mean, at, at top dollar. It was the recession they needed to have. <laughs> it's, it's brilliant work from him, isn't it? The timing oh, is everything.
3: Yeah. North looking after their ex-players every step of the way. Aren't they? There's his retirement fund. <laughs> they got Adam Simpson <laughs> another contract last year.
2: <laughs> As well. He was uh, sniffing around a little bit.
3: But I think it's really hard to pick out highs, in a,
4: especially where g really obviously had a massive season, played in the granny, and they got plenty of... People at their games, plenty of column space. I'm assuming.
2: Well, in September they did. Yeah, yeah, and not as much as they should have. Yeah, but you know, even during uh, during the year, um, I put down a couple of highs for Sydney. One being Blakey. Um, it mm. wasn't a you know a, a breakout season or anything for his first year, and um, was never going to win the Rising Star over Sam Walsh, but it was good, and he showed something. Um, put in some good efforts uh, to you know crucial efforts in, in last quarters, and yeah. you know I'm thinking especially against Hawthorne. Um, mm, yeah. But he showed enough that, okay, yeah, he, he can be something we can look forward to, you know, in three years' time when Buddy's finished up. Yep. Um, yep. And Jane Rampey was the other big one, um, who was mm. All-Australian again. But besides that, he was in the papers every single week yeah. for, for yep. doing something bloody stupid. Yeah. Either telling somebody they punch like a girl or uh, something like that, yeah. or whatever it was, and climbing the goalpost um, against right. Essendon.
3: Yeah. Um, what... That that one to me is baffling. Like, I don't I don't know they should punish the bloke. As more as just asking him to explain why. Oh, you did get the
2: please explain. Yeah, uh, I mean, as they say,
3: it's one of those ones where it's like, mate, you, you know, it's like when you see a player roll the ball back to the guy when he's on the mark. It's like, yeah. that's that's a penalty. That, that's yeah, but, and you should have known this from like junior grades. That's
2: a long time ago. That one It used to be you know uh, when somebody kicking out from full back handballs it. And you go, mate, what are you fucking? Yeah, me.
3: yeah. I was like, I just think, it, look at it
4: and be like, why do you care that much if he <laughs> kicks a goal or a point, mate. Well,
2: okay, it was a goal after the siren to win the game.
4: Oh, that's right, it was. too. Well, yeah. still, I mean, they're eight and none. Maybe he's doing them a misfortune if, he, <laughs> if they win that game. Um,
2: it was also against Essendon. So I loved that, um, one, it was illegal and he got away with it, and it was against Essendon. Yeah. So that was one of my highlights of the year, actually. Yep. <laughs> um, and the fact that uh, it probably should have been, you know, a free kick on the goal square, but... I think the ruling,
4: like when they obviously the post mortem when they went through and checked the actual rules, it should have been a free kick, right? Well,
2: that's the beauty of it. Yeah, I think the AFL came out and said, no, no, it was correct. But if it happened again, it would be a
3: free kick on the goal (laughs) line. Well, 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 which which one? (laughs) Well, that's the thing I like is that it was correct because it was Essendon. Yeah, and there's the Essendon supporters believe there's a whole AFL department devoted to fucking them over, and the rest Mm. of the comp. Hopes. There's a whole. Of old <laughs> <about to laughs> them over.
2: Well, they're just used to them as being themselves. Yeah, themselves yeah. Over. Anyway. Although
3: Essendon and Sydney have had some absolute banger of um, games, especially at the SCG. Yeah, down to the the wire kind of thing, and in finals as well. Like of the of the most butt clenching uh, results of the 2010s to 2019. Yeah. We, we call them the teens, or I don't know. No, someone will coin a fucking phrase at some stage. Turn of the century. um they would have probably four of the top 15, I reckon.
2: I'm mean, going to go close. I remember Gary Rowan kicked a goal after the siren. Um, there was that final. They had a fi- No, they got thumped in the finals up there. Tony Lockett, obviously, in 96. I mean, let's go back yeah. a bit further. But, yeah, there's definitely some history there with those two.
3: Yeah, I mean, thinking about that, uh, I like Sydney a lot more now, to be honest. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and
2: it shows when we get to the double ups that they've obviously got Essendon twice. Um, so what are the lows then? Besides a the bottom four finish, which you've kind of covered off, um, for him. What else was the, the bad news?
3: I think a lot of it revolved around contracts because there was so much crap going about out about Papley, about um, Danaher. postseason, yeah, Yeah. Yep. Um, and, and the whole thing, um, Danaher meeting with Tom Harley and getting caught by, was it a player, I think? Uh, I, I'm not sure.
2: And, Somebody mentioned and it. And then he's
3: like, oh, no, I was just there having a coffee. It's like, mate, you guys <laughs> You guys weren't... Like, what the fuck are you trying to do? Yeah. <laughs> Um, the other amazing thing is, you know, an AFL player he recognised in Sydney. Or two of them, in fact. But um, I would say that would be all All the bullshit that went around about it. Yep. Um, well, that and Buddy's injuries. His pre-season or absence thereof as well.
2: Oh, Buddy's injuries is a massive one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he only played 10 games um, and kicked uh, 20-odd twenty odd goals. Yeah. I think he hasn't had a season that quiet since his first season. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
3: Which is... But they had to use him in the ruck a few times. Because... Um, Uh, they had no Ruckman They're running
2: out of Ruckman exactly yeah Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, Sinclair done his shoulder and then um, the other guys just fell away as injuries took their time
4: who was the other Ruckman they had they had Tippett who retired Uh, and,
3: uh, and Naismith and Darcy Cameron yeah yeah um, for me, the low was
4: just basically the crushing realisation that experience has got them as far as it's going to get them. Yep. And it, they always had they always topped up really good players, but they had that experience as the backbone where the player could shine a little bit but not be a key role player. Yep. Uh, that's flipped last season. Yeah. And they realised that they've got to actually rejuvenate their list and they don't have enough young kids come through up to fill those spots. So well, they, they, don't they, any,
3: they don't have any scorers either.
2: Yeah, Yeah, a lot of that was their problem is putting goals on the board, Um, and it's because you've got Buddy Franklin there. Yeah, you expect, Mm. all right, he'll just do it. Yeah, Um, but now just to wind back just a little bit when you said about the stuff with Danaher, the Papley issue. Yeah, that's a problem because he asked to leave. Yeah, but they kept him, and now you got a chance. The Danaher one, I thought they actually came out all right. um, Yeah. Never mind. the shit was Tom Harley during the year. I mean, you never believe what anybody says during yeah. the year. But when it came to trade week, they went, all right, well, if you want him, here's our deal. You don't, uh, Essendon, you know. Yeah. Here's what we want to trade for it. Um, and they said, well, we want Heaney and this player and this player. And they went, no. Nah,
4: yeah, it was. It was wait 12 months. It was Essendon, uh, typical negotiating where you yeah. want fucking everything. Uh,
2: they gave them an offer that they would yeah. never um, Who's uh, their accept. lawyer in?
4: Is it? what the fuck's his name Dodoro uh, I don't know but he's basically a divorce attorney Dodoro yeah
2: um, but yeah, yeah uh, and I mean we'll, the next thing we'll do is their outs and I think that is right yeah they mm. probably didn't stagger some of the retirements yeah. um, that well
4: but they said one or two players so would come in every year and you're like shit there's another star like we had Heaney come in Yeah, uh, Heaney
2: Mills Heaney was, was a Florent, bit quiet in 2019 Florent, yeah, I thought, thought. Well, he, started, he started to tune it up did, a little it
4: bit he did start yeah. uh, very well he's a couple, few years in now isn't he yeah, four yeah. five five years something like but, that
3: yeah to be honest, I, I don't think Danaher would have added all that much to Sydney. Like he would have been an overlapper. Well, he did play a game.
2: That, I know he did play one game or two games this year. So yeah,
3: mm. I mean, mind you, I think um, Danaher's best footy was what twenty eighteen, twenty he, seventeen.
2: He did have an all Australian in one of those years. I can't remember which one it was. Was it yeah, this year that Ronkey?
4: Was it last year that Ronke kicked six? Uh, it might have
2: been the year before it against was fourth, Hawthorne.
4: Was it? Yeah. One of his breakout games, basically. Year before, he was before. a first-year
2: player. It was like his second game or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: Um, Where the fuck was he last year? <laughs>
2: Spending a bit of time in the uh, kneeful and on the injury list, I think. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so, uh, and yes, on what you're saying with Dan Hur, um it, the fact is like he's had two years basically out injured. Yeah. You're yeah. not going to sell the farm to get him in.
4: And hey, to be honest, there's not really much talk about his commitment to get him back and to his best, like. I mean, yeah,
2: yeah. He does seem to be a bit of a player that has obviously natural gifts. Yeah, I'd, I'd see that, him and
4: yeah. some of the Essen boys out drinking in uh, the northern suburbs for the game the next day. Yeah, there you, you go. Don't have too much worry about it. Yeah, yeah there's like, a little bit of a dedication and a, a problem with effort from the players off the field. To be it's honest, you
2: say a rumor if you see it with your own yeah, eyes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
4: and I mean, I poured them the beer. <laughs> Did you get a tip? Fuck no, <laughs> nobody does.
2: Um, all right, so we'll have a look at their list changes, there, and this is where we're talking about. Um, so the first four: Heath Grundy, Kieran Jack, uh, Mark McVay, and Nick
3: Smith. See, uh, round twenty-three when uh, there was the farewell matches. I thought that was one of the times when Sydney actually did show a bit of heart, uh,
2: with, with, especially with Kieran Jack.
3: Yeah, yeah, that yeah. goal was great.
2: In the, was it in the final quarter?
3: Yeah, yeah, so yeah.
2: yeah. Um, it was a bit of a parade, yeah, but yeah, not a game. Yeah, they
3: were playing the Saints. But and the Saints had the queue, uh, not just in the rack, they had it broken down in the case, in the back of the car, and were on their fourth pint. Um, but you can only play the team in front of you, and City exactly. decided to actually um, send their guys off with a bit of recognition. So fair play to all.
2: Yeah, they were the home team, so...
3: Yeah, yeah. Yep. and there was a fair crowd there too, considering the team went pretty shit for the year, probably. Yeah.
2: So it's going to see a few of them remembered. Because um, there's nearly, uh, actually there's probably over a thousand games worth of experience there, and... Um, yeah, probably yeah. close to half a dozen flags as well um, and they so lost
4: they could be why John Longway wanted that contract so so bad it could be replaced by McVay or something like that just <laughs> jump straight into the hot seat walked straight yeah. in I, I think
2: yeah. a few of them have walked into coaching roles or yeah. mentor roles what if they're going to stay in
4: Sydney or if they're probably locked in somewhere else isn't it it's probably hard to get into the actual team you're coming from because there's already positions filled
2: Oh, they tend to make way for the, yeah. uh, these kind of blokes. I mean, I'm, I'm certain at least McVay yeah. or, or Jack
3: are, yeah. are, are signed in. I mean, the other thing was good. They could actually um, celebrate the career that was Hanbury as well in that match. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you, you know, just uh, say farewell to his, uh, his legacy, I yeah. suppose. Um, a few
2: of them would have been surprised. Like, oh, he's still, he's still playing, is he? Yeah. <laughs> the, like The crowd would have gone, mate, he's gone in the long, wrong locker room. Anyways... Um, They've also lost Cameron, like you said, so their ruck issues that they had this year. Um, they've uh, had to do some work to get some others in. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, Cameron's out. Uh, Zach Jones, um, they've lost as well, who I thought it wasn't the cleanest player, but much like his brother. He is that bash and crutch.
4: Yeah.
2: And they don't have anybody else that plays that way. No, no. Well, besides probably Buddy.
4: Yeah. Well, he'd be the only one because generally that was a couple of the experienced players that would just you know punch on through. And now that they're gone, there wasn't ever anyone that was looking to replace them or anyone that was pressuring those, those positions before they retired. Yeah. yeah, I
3: like watching Zach Jones do that. Same as Nathan Jones. Yeah. Like, nobody likes watching Zach Jones, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest.
2: Um, Rose as well, who was mainly a needful player, to be honest. And uh, Daniel Menzel, who I thought was a little yeah. bit unlucky. Going on mm. there because he was, he is a, a scorer. Yeah. You know, that, that's what he does. But uh, groin issues at the start of the year, then limited chances on the park, and then they list him after
3: one year. I thought. But even with that, he's a tall in a team that needs talls. Like, screaming out you know, for them, and they still don't list him. Either his medico is just like, nah, bloke's fucked, or I don't know, he's been headbutting John Longmire's what? sister. And
2: I, I, I think with, with talls, I mean, they got Buddy, they got Blakey and they've got uh, Reed. they're kind of okay. Like, there's three, and you, you're not going to play all three in the forward
3: line at the same time. Mm. No, no, and, no, but you need a Ruckman too.
2: Yeah, well, you, you get Ruckman for the ruck work. Um, probably not Menzel, who's, I reckon I'm taller than him. Um, but yeah, it's just, I thought they need a goal sneak, you know? Um, yeah. And yeah, if the, Papley is, is good at that, and ronky can do it, but we know there issues, and, and Papley was playing further up the ground. Or, I think he still had a couple of bags of four. Yeah, um, but traditionally
4: the they've always had that small running player yeah. that would mm. be basically on the wing, run forward, and that Jetta for, for the time that they did, and it always yeah seemed to be part of their their DNA. Yeah, that's uh, all gone now.
2: I think uh, losing uh, what's his name uh, Rowan, yeah, um, mm. lost a bit of that run, even though his last year or two at the Swans yep. wasn't as prolific as it was earlier. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that probably um, fed into their uh, lack of scoring mm.
3: a little bit as well. There weren't many games this year I watched City play that I was enjoying watching them play. If you know
2: what I mean, right, that's City. Yeah, it's standard. S- it's like watching yeah. the English
3: bat. No, but <laughs> even when even when they were playing sort of the the Paul Rue style uh, hardcore defence, there was at least the the tight body to bodies you could sort of enjoy, yeah. like the the match ups. Whereas I, I found this season uh, just wasn't that exciting, I and mean, part of it's not having Buddy on the park too. Yeah which, uh, as soon as the ball goes near him, you expect something to happen. You're, yep. you're anticipating it. And that, mm. that's, you don't want to go to work the next day and hear everyone talk about a goal that you missed. Missed, exactly, yeah. Whereas, you know, there just wasn't that this season.
2: Um, their ins, their, their major ins through the trade period are, are very interesting. Mm. Um, it'll start with Caden Brand, who's a bit of a journeyman, and um, what he lacks in finesse, he makes up for enthusiasm. Is that, is that a nice way of saying
3: it? Yeah, I, I don't so. mind yeah. those players, though. I think they can turn into sort of mascots. Shit, he's nearly two minutes tall. Yeah. <laughs> and when those players actually have a good game, it lifts the whole side. Yeah. When you know that uh, he's not in the top forty talented players on the list, but he gets there through just sheer effort and yeah. just will.
2: There's a lot to be said for that too. If you've got um, determination and, and effort, like you say, yeah, that's something you can build on.
3: Yeah, yeah. it's it's work And it everyone around you too. To think, well, fuck, I'm better than him. <laughs> I can't get showed up. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, Louis Taylor um, from the Lions, who I think was a NAB Rising Star winner
3: back in the day. I rate Little Taylor. Yeah. Um, He's he's that borderline um, sneaky goal uh, finder and irritating little shit. Yeah. Which, uh, look, every team needs an irritating little shit forward player. Mm -hmm. And he is good at both roles. Yep. I agree. Um, And he's still got a lot of good footy
2: ahead of him as well. Oh, hell yeah. Um, And Sam Gray who I am shocked that Port Adelaide
0: allowed that to happen. Yeah, it's crazy.
2: Because um, so I think he's a severely underrated player. Yeah. Um, and I, I reckon that's the, the best of those three pickups. Why
0: I, sure. about long way. I exactly have,
2: have no
3: clue need. what's going with Port Adelaide's list. Um, <laughs> Ollie Wines is captain, and then he's not, and then this is happening and that's not, and <laughs> fuck knows what's going on. Sam Gray is their best pickups. Eighteen easy, yeah, 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 without a doubt. And and he's going to walk into the City Swans list as well. Obviously,
2: sometimes it is hard to remember which South Australian side went on that camp.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> some of the things that come out of Port, you go, what, what are you,
3: what are you right, doing? It seems
4: like Koshy's basically shorted Port Adelaide stocks. <laughs> Would not surprise <laughs> me at all.
3: And Eddie's the one that's done it yeah. for him. <laughs> I mean, if you were making um, a major league remake with AFL like the old Charlie Shear movie. Oh <laughs> This classic. is the tanking? Classic. Yeah, they're tanking now, and then it's like, all right, we're going to move it to uh, Alice Springs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Northern Territory's kicking in some cash. We're going to move it to Salisbury. <laughs> 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 Elizabeth. Elizabeth Power. Yeah. yeah, they're like, they're with the redevelopment in Port Adelaide now, they're like, oh yeah, Alberton's worth too much money, they're yeah. going to sell it off for 20 million. <laughs> <laughs> None of it goes to the club. (laughs) (laughs) he has got that stitched up. Uh,
4: Move from to China. (laughs) Um,
2: All right, so we'll look at uh, the 2020 uh, draw. So their double-ups will start with the Gold Coast twice, uh, Hawthorne Essendon, Carlton, and GWS, of course. So Gold Coast twice is lovely. Thank you very much. Yep. Um, although they did, oh, we should have put that as one of their lows. Actually, it was giving up a five-goal lead to Gold Coast. Yeah, totally forgot about uh, that. Really did forget about that until I just mentioned it. Then at home, they had a lot of troubles at home this year. But anyway. That's
4: been yeah. true for
3: the last couple of seasons. though. yeah. yeah.
4: Could be the new uh, new rivalry match. Them and Gold Coast. There's something <laughs> to get excited do. about. that will get you in the papers.
2: Um, Hawthorne, who they seem to have good games against all the time, and uh, like we said, Essendon. Essen is a really interesting mm. one. That um, they've had uh, a good decade or so of, of matchups with them. It's so, a um,
3: bit of controversy yeah. in both games, that's all we ask. See, yep. how they go against Carlton will matter so much to me for how both teams will go. Because yeah. if either team goes 2-0 against the other, then, well, one team's fucked yeah. and the other team is uh, going to be looking at probably high mid.
2: Yeah, and looking close to push for finals, you know, and it's, I think that the development of the list Carlton is probably a year ahead of where Sydney is. Yeah. They've had the dribs and drabs, but they haven't had the collective of a bunch of players. Mm. So I mean, they had Heaney, who was I think pick five or something like that. Mills, who was uh, you know a top ten pick, but they had mm. academies. Yeah, where you get in. They've got a couple of top ten picks this year as well, um, but they haven't had that bunch, um, and they still need that one superstar. I yeah. think that's what they're missing is that one absolute A-grade top talent. Yeah,
3: Blakey could be that. Be that. Could um, be. He needs yeah. to get on the protein, though. <laughs> he doesn't. Um, <laughs> but uh, He's a big like,
2: lad. He's a bit goofy. He yeah. needs a season or two.
3: I think, too, with Carlton and uh, Sydney Comparison.
0: Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online
1: Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply.
3: Coming into an established coach with an established game plan and also a team that already has strong leadership is a bit different to where Carlton are, where they've got... Uh, a new coach and who's mm. a bit of a variable game plan, but also the players coming in like your Eddie Betts. Yeah. He plays how he plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's not integrating into your game. Yeah. You're integrating him into your game. Yeah, it's a bit. Eddie, just do do what you do, and if you get out of the forward pocket, I'll fucking head headbutt you. I mean, but Buddy's the same thing. Yeah,
2: you know, yeah. You just you really you tell him look how far forward do you want me to go? Like, mm. Go up to the back fifty, and kick it from there. Pretty but, much. Um, all right. So who's who's going to have a big year for the Swans this year?
3: Oh, I really, really want to say buddy because a good buddy is a good Sydney, but he ain't.
2: And the fact that he's out injured right now yeah. as yeah. well.
3: Yep. Yeah,
2: yep. So he he's probably might limp over the line for round one
4: the way he's... Uh, I think it's, he had it's, it's just, Let's just write him out now for round one. He's not <laughs> playing round one. There's you no reckon? chance. Nah, I hope, he's, I hope he's
3: not just because he's a freak. I want to yeah. see him healthy. So if it means he doesn't take the park to round six, uh, so be it. But if he starts injured... He's playing the whole season injured. Because he'll yeah. always pick up a bang there because his style is quite body contact heavy. Yeah. And he's coming in with a niggle in round one. It's going to be a bigger niggle by round two and it's going to be a problem by the break.
4: Yeah. I feel like where they're really obviously failing is forward liners, especially if Buddy's got injuries. But also defence and the ruck and the middle. <laughs> so I feel like there's a few players that I'm expecting big big years out of. So that <laughs> like bench is looking all right. So like, how's that bench? You need ronk bench is amazing. Amazing, like plush. <laughs> uh pine. Really good. Uh you need Ronke to step up, and have a big year. And obviously Naismith, I mean, he's probably still a few years off his best or his yeah. his uh physical maturity, if that makes sense. I mean that's if he has more improvement in him. Yeah, if if he actually can get better, yeah. Um obviously you can't you'd want Taylor and Gray to come in and just, you know, hit the ground running, but yep. you can't put too much weight on their shoulders. Yeah. Like you still want them to be able to feel it out. But Hopefully they get the respect from the rest of that team to make that team theirs as well. Uh, I think that's what they need.
2: Usually those type of players too, They have a good first or second game. Yeah, and then yeah. they sort of get lost a little bit until they learn the system. Yeah, I think and, you you're know, they buying talent. Yeah, you're the same the of yeah, you're
4: sort of saying with Wingard um, mm-hmm. last year.
2: Yeah, yeah, Before. brilliant first game, but it was round three. Yeah, you know, and then he was out injured. So yeah, um, it, it sort of follows the pattern I'm talking about, but yeah. in a roundabout way. Yeah,
3: um, go back to Buddy too. He needs 54 goals to kick a thousand. Or it's touch and go. Ooh, and like, I don't see him getting it. Nah,
2: if he plays eighteen games, he's probably going to get there. Yeah, you know. Um, but imagine if it's round twenty three. Shit, I think they play Hawthorne, actually, um, <laughs> and he needs six. It's like, wow, everything's going through him, isn't it? Yeah. Oh fuck yeah. Um, actually, that'll be great. Um, I think Alir, Alir is up for a big one as well. Uh, he became their Mister Fix It. Um, last year, um, a few years ago he was the loose man of defence and this year he became, look, we need a loose man of defence can you kick a couple of goals and play in the ruck Yeah. Um, so I think if the team settles down a little bit and he gets uh, a consistent role rather than a, please just do anything you can, mm. um, he can be, you know, sort of the top three in their best and fairest
3: yeah, I maybe yeah. he takes the park a fair bit because he does take the pressure off the other big man, uh, yeah. Magic Door. yeah um, <laughs> But in full flight, he is fucking fantastic to watch, Elliot. Well,
2: he's obviously a supreme athlete.
3: Uh, yeah. Um, and he's he's at that stage now where he's able to impact games, not just as a surprise, but yeah. like as, a, as a regular it, yeah. contributor.
2: it's expected now. He's not new to the game anymore. He's mm. a five-year AFL player or, or yeah. six years or whatever it is.
3: But his closing speed and just leap, it's just leap. brilliant to watch. Yeah.
2: Um. And you'd expect Heaney now, if he's going to um, live up to his promise, GC's got a good leap on him too. Yeah. Um, he, yep. he needs to be in contention for all Australians. to say, mm. that's what my... He's uh, got the talent. Was. Yep. Yeah. Consistency, I, I, I don't know.
3: I just, I just don't know that he's got that um, competitive hunger that a lot of those uh, guys get. He seems to
2: be. Uh, like, he's a really good athlete. Um, he's got I, style. I don't know if we've seen it for more than
3: 12 games a year. But, I mean, would he be in the forward pocket and elbow someone in the face? Well, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. I don't, I don't think he's that sort of bloke. It looks like he's been elbowed in the face a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Not a pretty Maybe net. just to shave his head okay. a bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> I, I want to see him get a little bit more uh, conditionous about him.
2: I think you you say that about every team. I, just, do, I do, I
3: do. As someone with, uh, well, let's just say very modest talents in the football arena, uh, I, I appreciate people that make use of that and uh, ignore the rules occasionally to uh, become a backman at heart. Mm.
2: Veteran moves are veteran moves. Exactly. Um, who's on the outer and who's in trouble at the Swans? After that massive clean-out yeah. of talent.
4: It's, it's tough to say someone's really in trouble, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I think you'd hope that they can push out some of their defenders that weren't quite up to scratch. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got obviously is a Mil- Maybaum who's an up and defender who May I Bob. think is going to have a good year. I don't think yeah. he's on chop block. I mean, he could push out you know he's other oh, other defenders. Yeah. Up, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think this is. His, when did he get traded across? Uh, I his, think his this would be his second or third second? year. Yeah, yeah. I think he's one that is potentially on the outer, if yeah. uh, Maybaum can step up. And also, it depends if Jake Lloyd really owns that sort of central defender, yeah. um, set off back. There might not be a spot for him, so he's put that with youth.
2: Um, I've also I've put a couple of controversial ones in here. First off, Kennedy, um, because I mean he is 32, yeah, um, but he is that heart and soul. Uh, he's not an athletic player at his absolute best, so yeah. mm. age doesn't mean that much. Um, to the style of game he plays. Yep. but
3: I think with Kennedy, if you lose him, you're like, all right, we need a, a general who can take the field and yes. organize the play. We need uh, someone like Kennedy, actually. Kennedy, exactly.
4: Mm. Yep.
2: But I mean, last year he was 10th in their best and fairest. And he's a guy that usually is a vote magnet. Yep. You know what I mean? And he played 19 games. So it wasn't like he was out. But I do think he plays a lot of injuries. Yep. So I, I just think that... Um, I hope they don't push him out because he is that on-field general when last year they lost a lot of senior veteran players so Yeah, they do still need him hit there um, if they get a bit antsy they might think oh he's 32 but um, the other one I said was uh, Mills because I know they're in love with Mills um, yeah
3: but uh, they've got to play in the midfield uh,
2: well he, rising star winner you know down back but I think a few teams have figured him out um, in that uh, he's got a little bit of Jack Watts about him
4: that, ah just like titties and beer like <laughs> is swimming if only
2: if only um, he they know that they can push him off his game. Yeah. He doesn't like the rough stuff. Um, and without somebody like uh, Zach Jones down there to protect, yeah, um, I think that they... Uh, I saw a few teams this year play through him. Yeah. Because they know, ah, don't worry about it, just a bit of niggle. Yeah. But I mean, what really
4: <laughs> impressed me was if someone figured out how to push Jack Watts onto his game.
3: <laughs> <laughs> without Zach Jones there, the only bloke who can actually be intimidating is Buddy Franklin. And yeah. I want to see Horse do that. Like, hey, Buddy, uh, Cam's having a bit of trouble. Would you mind going back and enforcing him? He's like, fuck you, bloke. I'm sticking up forward. <laughs> I'd like to see him go back there and just smack Cam. <laughs>
4: I misunderstood. Get your shit I together, tra- son. Try my best. <laughs> Instructions unclear. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, so where do we see the Swans finishing in 2020 then? Yeah.
4: I believe I have them in a pretty average 12th. Yeah. So that that's upward. Yeah. 15th, yeah, I think they right. go upwards. Yeah, um, I think they were one of the last ones that I plugged in, and
3: that was just by default. <laughs> that was where the gap yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. I see them going up a little bit, um, but mainly because I see other teams dropping. So I've got them finishing about tenth. Yeah, but it, it'll. So much of this season is going to be so fucking tight. Yeah, hmm.
2: I've got them dropping um, because I can't see where their improvements going to come from just yet. I, I think that uh, I I've seen they're going to finish second last. Um, and probably only four or five wins on the year. Um, I, I just I think that they've lost a lot of senior players, but they didn't play most of the year last year anyway.
4: Yeah,
2: I just think that they haven't replaced them well enough, um, and they've got a lot of players that aren't stepping up just yet. But if they do turn it around, who knows? The, the they- sky's limit, but. I also think that signing of uh, Longmire was a mistake.
4: Terrible. I mean, we've been saying that for...
3: How long yeah. this podcast been going? Yeah, a long time.
2: <laughs> yeah. I just don't think it, it plays the right I way for them.
3: If you're right, that's rebuild. Yeah, of course yeah, it is. Yeah, they're um, definitely rebuild. But
2: I mean, they finished bottom four. I mean, <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, but that's one season yeah. and they played finals so much. so often. You'd give them a break on that one. Yeah. But if you finish 17th, like you're dropping, and you've got the class of young lads they do, all of a sudden they're like, well, look, we trade Heaney, we get uh, two first-rounders for him, yep. say... Or maybe some late pick well, swaps to go with it. Uh, you have to take it. You have to do
2: it. Like you say, you know, it's, it is only one year, and they have a lot of runs on the board, so to mm. speak. But in a year where four other coaches got sacked for you know not playing well enough uh, or not playing finals enough, I do think they snuck under the radar a lot. Yeah, In, sure. in, in that drop, um, and the fact that they got skittish <coughs> and signed uh, horse onto a big contract. Well, I mean, I don't know.
3: it's not the worst option because um, Brad Scott was free. <laughs> I was going to say Yeah, <laughs> that's true
2: Mark that's true. Neild wasn't doing anything either. it?
3: But, uh, yeah. but right. uh, oh, Look, I, I just hope people turn up and watch him play
2: Yeah, I hope they don't uh, I don't care <laughs> <laughs> Alright,
3: bye Good Peace. luck